Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. No, it's not closing time. We're just opening up for business. 877-337-6666. Connor Green on the other side. Poor Connor. He's going to be here for, what, 12 hours pretty much working. One of those unfortunate things. Hopefully, Kevin, hopefully Wall's okay. And it's just a miscommunication, but our guy steps up. No problem. He's still living in the Boken where, you know, you you, you blew a perfectly good uh, Sunday night or early Monday morning out on the town. I am now in New York City, actually. Oh, that's right. I, th- I think we talked about that. Okay. But to be honest, there's not much to do at midnight no, no, on no. a Monday morning, so no. I did, I'm not missing out on too much. How about just you know go to your local watering hole and yell about the Yankees? That's what I could do that. Done. Could do that. Could do that. Just walk in there and go, that Boone's an idiot. Everyone, fire Boone. Fire Boone. Fire Cashman. Oh my God! These two guys are running off one's his, you know, historic franchise into the ground. I'll be the most popular guy at the oh, bar. Everyone will turn and look, you know. And they'll say that Chris McMonagle is yeah. a Yankee yeah. shill. Now, of course they will. <laughs> Did you ever hear that fatso Chris McMonagle talk? He's the only one who defends them. What a moron. Oh, they're killing them with our beloved Yankees. It's never been so bad. It, I mean, but it was pretty bad. It was pretty bad. Today was pretty bad. Or yesterday, whatever. Oh, my God. What a frustrating game. What a frustrating game. Just everything about it. And the Mets had a couple, too. I mean, both teams come out of the gate. Now, look, if we're totally honest with ourselves, you know, the Mets really are so far behind that it was going to take a really, you know, heroic performance over these next couple weeks uh, to play well enough to justify making massive trades but to to help this team. But I, I, I don't know what they really have in the farm system to make said trades. Uh, unless you're going to go for you know really top top of the line the the Otani's and the Sotos and you're willing to trade you know Vientos and Mauricio and all those guys which you wouldn't trade for just an average you know slightly help the team kind of guy but you knew where they are in the standings you know how frustrating it was they were opening up with the Dodgers but you had some hopes they played really well uh, leading into the break despite the last two losses uh, against San Diego they 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 had a great series against Arizona they had won six in a row. Uh, the pitching was much better, which again, the pitching was, you know, Scherzer was really good. Verlander was fine. Uh, Kodai Sanga, and that's it. Kodai Sanga proved to me that he is a tough, 
tough competitor. And he will battle through, and he will make pitches when he needs to. He can get – it's almost like if Andy Pettit threw 99 miles an hour because he's – I mean, that's high praise. I get it. I'm not trying to tell you just yet, but he, it feels like that. Even when he's on the ropes, he allows base runners. He loses his – he loses the zone every once in a while, but he will make the big pitch to get the strikeout. He, he just battles. He is a tough, tough competitor. He's an all-star. He's, he's off to a good start in the second half, and their pitching is kind of round into form. And much like the Yankees I've been talking about for the last hour, bad teams find ways to lose games. And and they're, while they got the pitching, the offense has gone dormant. And Alonzo's given them nothing. They've done nothing offensively. They get that leadoff double that was called a home run, then a double by Nimmo. They do nothing the rest of that game. They, you know have an opportunity in the eighth inning of the second game, first and third. They can't come through. Drop and pop-ups to allow the lead to get blown out of proportion. I mean, it's just they do everything wrong. They want a, t- they want a, a tight game against the Dodgers on Sunday, but they lose the series. They lose it in embarrassing fashion. The first two games were really ugly. And it's just... I mean, winning one, putting them in the position they are in now, it's just not good enough. You had to come out and play great baseball. There is no the Yankees have much more of a cushion being you know six games over five hundred, two games back. The Mets have no cushion. If the Mets are really going to make a run at this thing, which I don't think they can, it had to start immediately out of the out of the break. And instead, you get two you know two ugly offensive performances. Really, you only scored two runs in the the, the game you won. The offense has really been dormant. I know the Dodgers are a good team. But they've been really doing it with offense this year. And the pitching did a great job. And that's what's frustrating. You shut down the Dodgers' offense for the most part besides, you know, um, bets going five for five and stuff. I mean, it, it, they, they they limit the scoring from the Dodgers. They, they pitch fairly well. And they can't score any runs. And the Yankees, it's just they find ways to lose against a terrible team like Colorado who literally is throwing to bases without a position player standing there. I mean, they they threw the ball down the line with no first baseman. I mean, it's just they 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 wanted the Yankees to win the game, and the Yankees just said no thanks. It's just embarrassing. Stewart in Brooklyn, what's up, Stu? Stewart, what's up, man? Yeah, good morning, C-Man. Good morning, brother. How are you? How do you think I feel right now? Yeah. How, on a scale of 1 to 10, how I'm angry and ticked off and enraged. I think you got to be at least a solid eight and a half, nine. That's how frustrated I was. No, yesterday. I'll try about a 12. A 12, okay. All right. See, Mac, this is disgusting. It's absolutely ridiculous. It's beyond, it's beyond, it's incomprehensible what's going on with this team. It's horrible. It's really bad. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. They get ahead seven to five, and then boom, in the bottom on half, the second half, pitch. Yeah, they no, give I mean, three runs. yeah, no, just just brutal, just absolutely I, I, brutal. I mean, when when does it end? I mean, ninety nine is not coming back. Aaron Judge is not coming back anytime soon. I don't know about that. I, I don't. I I don't know about that. I I I think I think. The first week of August is a legitimate thing. He's out there running. He's out there hitting. He said that he didn't feel that hampered by it. I mean, I expect Judge to be back in August, in the first week yeah, of August, well, hopefully. August, so they got another. Yeah, they got know, another. August is uh, two weeks away. Yeah, they got two. They they got two weeks before he comes back. They got to play better baseball. And again, uh, this is where I dis- there's no sign of that. I, I no, right now there is not. I mean, Anthony. I mean, Anthony Rizzo gives you no Rizzo, sign. He looks 
totally lost. I have no idea. He is the most puzzling part of this thing going on right now. Right, I mean, you're, you're 100%. I, I don't know what's going on with him. He comes up with the bases loaded. I mean, he hit the ball hard a couple times, and then in the uh, the rally that uh, that gets the the game tied, he draws a walk, and I'm telling you, he looked so relieved that he got walked in that spot instead of having to come through and being forced to get the hit or get the sacrifice fly. Oh, yeah, he, he was. Oh, he he was, was. Yeah, you're right. He, he was so relieved to get on base there and to get walked. He he is a absolute zero, and I don't want to hear the injury. He plays every day. And this is the Yankees. All right, let's be totally honest. We complain left and right that they don't they don't like push guys through. It's they you know this guy's hurt. He's gone for three weeks. It's this and that. Um, if if Rizzo was actually really hurt, I don't think he'd play every day. He's playing every day. I'm not in there with him. I I don't know for sure, but all I can judge is how he's out there, and he's out there every day. He's not splitting time. They haven't given him really DH days like. He is he Rizzo is an everyday player, and I have to act and treat him as such. And he is just awful. Like again, and this and this goes back to the Cashman stuff with me and the Boone stuff with me. Like we can yell, and it's just it bothers me that it's every day. You can't have a state of the union uh, every single loss. Like you, even if you're not wrong, right? Obviously, the team poorly constructed. They went into the season without a left fielder. All the different issues, no doubt. There's a lot of problems with the team. Praza should have been called up earlier, given too much leeway to Donaldson. Even though I understood it, it was too much leeway. Uh, you know, plenty of issues with Cashman and even with Boone. But it can't be a referendum on those two guys every single loss. Watch the game. I don't know about you. I don't remember the outrage when they signed Rizzo, saying he's a bum, that he'll go f- he'll go three he'll go two months without a home run. That he's an absolute zero. Like, I didn't expect this. He's better than this. And it's just, it's easy to just say Cash and built an old team, signed a, 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 a you know, an old Rizzo. That's that's an easy just throwaway to say. It's, it, it's not getting into why Rizzo is playing like this. What is going on with Anthony Rizzo? What is going on with DJ LeMayhew? What is going on? And if you want to tell me that they just they all decided to fall apart at the same time, I mean, some of that's bad luck. Some of that is signing you know older players. But when they when they gave Lemayu the contract, he finished third in the MVP vote. Like, should they have not have signed him? The the, the fan base would have went nuts if they didn't retain DJ Lemayu, who is the one kind of guy who plays the baseball every fan likes. They would have went nuts without DJ LeMahieu. Anthony Rizzo's a winning player. Everybody loved Anthony Rizzo. The second he was traded, there was clamorings for re-sign him, re-sign him, re-sign him, re-sign him. The second he came, he had that great Miami series, and it was like, Rizzo needs to be a part of the team. Rizzo's a winning player, winning player, winning player. We need Rizzo. Now he sucks, and it's like, can you believe Cashman signed Rizzo? Yeah, I, I can. I can believe it. I can. So, I mean, there's plenty of problems, and he's going to have the deadline to try and solve them. And I don't think they're unsolvable. I really don't. I don't think the Yankees are unsolvable. Right now, they're terrible. They are awful. And if the bullpen is going to let them down, forget it. That's the strength of the team. 
The bullpen is the absolute strength of the team. The starting rotation, damn good. Besides Severino, you see Cole's having his best year as a Yankee. He's going to be right up there for the Cy Young. Clark Schmidt has completely turned around his year. You look at Clark Schmidt's numbers over his last seven or eight starts. They're not just good. They're excellent. He's been terrific. Herman had the the couple of really terrible games, but for the most part, you know, he's been really good. You're waiting to get back Nestor Cortez. Rodon had a bad, you know, first game, but he's just coming back. I'm going to give him a break. His velocity was up. You know, he's in Coors Field. The, the curveballs don't curve as much. You know, he's finding himself. I'm going to give him a break on the second start, but so far, eh. But the stuff looks okay. He's just rounding into shape. And if he gets to where he gets, you figure the rotation's pretty good. And the bullpen has faltered here, and they've they've shown, you know, at several points throughout the season that they're not the best in the key moments. But I still have faith that the bullpen can be good. They might add a bullpen arm because that's the easiest thing to go find. And Brian Cashman and the Yankees and this, you know, analytically driven, t- uh, you know, pitching operation they have have been really good at finding guys. They have a great track record. They, you know, they have a terrible track record trading for starting pitching. They have a terrible tra- track record, you know, trading for hitters here with with Gallo and, but. They have an excellent track record of getting bullpen arms in who do unbelievably well. Even Efros and Trevino were really good. They just got hurt. And trading, you know, for Wandy, Mike Tockman for Wandy Peralta or, you know, prospects who can't make the Pittsburgh Pirates two years later for Clay Holmes. I mean, they've done a really good job at bringing bullpen pieces. So if you ask me if they go out and trade for a bullpen arm, I'll have confidence he'll step right in and be great. Everything else I'm concerned about. And they need everything else. Fran in Montvale, Connecticut. What's up, Fran? Hey, listen, uh, I'd like to talk a little bit about Boone. Sure. Uh, along with the fact that uh, I just don't agree with the way they're they're uh, putting lineups together today. And I don't know why why in the hell he's doing it, but um, in in my day, and I'm 77, so forgive me if I sound, if I'm trying to be too ancient. Right. But... But mm-hmm. you gotta you gotta start off with a couple of speedy guys, not 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 Ricky Hendersons, but speedy guys, and decent contact hitters as your first and second hitter. Like like, guy uh, like can, whom? Who, who on, I'm not who on this Yankee team? Well, yeah, I'm, but you can't just say that. You can't just say the Yankees should manufacture out of thin air speedy, really good contact hitters who are just a, a notch below Ricky Henderson. That's nice. No, what, what would you – Boone only has to deal with the construct of reality and who he has no, on you, the team. You're missing my point. Okay. Okay. I, I, I I'm not being sarcastic. I'm, I'm not being saying. sarcastic either. But you said you have okay. an issue with Boone. I don't. And his... I didn't call you for names. I called you called you because I wanted to express my opinion on the way a lineup today should be made. Okay. Okay. And I'm saying reasonably contact hitters, reasonably quick kids. Number one and two. Mm-hmm. Your third, your third hitter always is your best hitter on a team. Okay. Yeah, but your, th- I, your I, cleanup hitter mm-hmm. is always 
the fourth guy. No, I, I, I understand. I, and, and Fran, I, I, I'd love to go through this with you. But I'm, we're talking about the Yankees, right? And you said you had a problem with Boone and the way he puts together a lineup. Yeah, I and don't I, I don't. We don't need to go over the, the 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 overall differences of the game played in the '50s and '60s and the game played now, because you know what? They're just different. They're just different. Schwarber is the leader well, for a team else that just went to the World Series. The yeah, but they don't have a, that. That's fine. I, 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 but they don't have the guys you're talking about, though. That's the thing, Fran. That's the thing. What would you like Boone to do with the current roster? If you want to call me up and complain about what Boone is doing, I'm all ears. But you can't call me up and say baseball needs to be more like it was 40 years ago. I'm sorry. I love you, and thank you for the phone call, but that's a useless endeavor. That's just banging our heads against the wall, wishing, you know, for the old-time days when, you know, soda pop was 60 cents. It's a different world. It's a different world. The team that went to the World Series for the National League last year had, had a 40-home run hitter who can't run faster than me leading off. So I, I'd love to have that debate with you on how to build a roster and how to build a team uh, the best way. And speedy contact hitters at the top of the lineup sounds fantastic. Who on this current Yankee team would you like Boone to put in that slot? Who fits it? Because they tried they tried Volpe in there. They want Volpe up there. Um, you know, but he hasn't really shown to be a great contact hitter. He's got the speed. But the minute they put him up there, he went, oh, for whatever. And now he's in a slump. I don't know if it's necessarily correlation between moving him up to when the slump started, but I don't know what you want Boone to do. Let's discuss what this Yankee team can do, not the not the realities of Major League Baseball in the forty years since you fell in love with it. That I, I we just I just we there's no point in it. I love you, but there's no point in it. What can Boone do with the roster he has now? What can Cashman do to change the roster? You want to tell me they need guys like that and that's someone Cashman should attack and go look for in the tr- at the trade deadline? Now we're having a discussion. But I'm not going to just go over like, oh, well, in today's day and age, they, don't, they hit their best hitter second, and it makes no sense. I don't want to have that discussion. What can this team do? Who should hit leadoff for this team? Because right now, it's Gleyber Torres, and I'm telling you, there's nobody better. Without question, there is nobody better. Gleyber Torres should be the leadoff hitter. He's their most consistent line drive base hit hitter. There's no question about it. He's been their best hitter. He's their leadoff hitter. Boone is 100% right to put him there. Who do you need to hit next? Right now, it's kind of been Stanton or Rizzo. Who should be there instead? DJ LeMayu, who's hitting 230. Bader, who's hitting 230. 240. Who should go there? You can't call me up and tell me you're not you're not calling me for names because that's what the team is. Limo driver Ed in Pennsylvania. What's up, Limo Driver? Ed. Hey buddy, how you doing? Good, buddy. How are you? Good morning, good morning. Chris, you know, it's so funny how we talk about these guys, right? And we say, oh, my God, what they're doing. It sounds like these guys can't play baseball. And you give them millions of dollars. Why are they playing? I mean, if you've got to sit up there and pin that guy that's at third base or, or whatever, why is he in the league? 
That's what I don't understand. I, I, I can't. I can't really understand well, how we talk about these ball players. Yeah. Well, how the hell are they up here playing? Don't we got kids coming out of LSU and and the championship they just, <laughs> just recently had? You want to go straight how from the LSU come... championship game to Major League Baseball? It's not <laughs> but how it I'm works. Saying, but but you, you when we talk about these players, like they shouldn't be in playing. Well, at right all. now they're struggling. Anthony Rizzo is a you know is a a, a perpetual all star. He was the driving one of the driving forces for for the Cubs breaking a hundred year streak. He's been a terrific yeah. player in this league. He had thirty home runs for the Yankees last year. Right right now he's uh-huh. just he's terrible. Jo- Josh but, Donaldson you know Josh Donaldson has been an all star in this league forever. He's won an MVP. Hey, he's been a great player. The year before they traded for him, he had an 830 OPS, and then he right. fell off the table. I want to tell you one thing that Tony Gwynn, you know, Tony Gwynn, you know, a great hitter. I've heard he of said him. That he, all right. He said that he was, every game, before games, he was there at the batting cage at 5 a.m. These guys don't do this until they get to the ballpark. I, 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 you know what? I'm sorry. I just can't. I can't. I literally cannot. I'm sorry, guys. What are we talking about? The rituals of Tony Gwynn? He's a gr- Tony Gwynn is one of the great hitters of all time. Do you think if Josh Donaldson showed up at 5 a.m., he'd be Tony Gwynn? I mean, come on. Let's deal inside the construct of reality and what's going on. The Yankees are awful. The Mets are awful. That's what we're talking about. We're not talking about how much chicken Wade Boggs ate. We're not talking about how the Yankees constructed their 1956 lineup. Welcome to New Age Baseball. There are no Tony Gwynns. Actually, I shouldn't say that. There's one. He's playing in Miami. That's it. Like, let's get with it. How do we fix this team? What's going on with the Mets? Do you want to trade? Who do you want to trade? What moves do you want to make? How 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 concerned are you about the team? We're not talking about Tony Gwynn. Tony Gwynn's one of the greatest hitters who ever lived. It's easy when you're Tony Gwynn. Tony Gwynn probably didn't have to show up at 5 a.m., but that's what made him great. We're not talking about Ted Williams, Tony Gwynn, Wade Boggs, Ricky Henderson. I wish we were. We're talking about Kyle Higashioka. We're talking about Luis Guillorme. 877-337-6666. It just boggles my mind. It boggles my mind. What are we talking about? Guys. I just, you know, this is what happens. This is what happens when your baseball team suck. Get us the football. You know, let's, we'll talk, Bar- I'll take your phone calls, but let's talk about Saquon Barkley. Let's talk about Aaron Rodgers. Let's talk about the, the, um, the hard knock show coming up. Let's talk about why I was on the toilet today. Let's talk about anything else besides these miserable baseball teams. Because there's nothing else, because you know what? You're right. You call me up about Tony Gwynn because there's nothing else to say. They're both dreadful. 
They're both one of the they're both two of the most underachieving teams in the sport. High expectations, high payroll, and instead they're giving us some of the ugliest, disgusting baseball we've seen in years. And it's two of the more disappointing seasons the franchise has had in forever. So we're 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 forced to go back to what time Tony Gwynn showed up at the ballpark. We're forced to talk about, you know, how the lineup should be constructed. How we should have light hitting contact hitters who run real fast and choke up on the bat and lay, lay down ten bunts a week. That's what we that's what we're talking about. 877-337-6666. McMonagle here with you on the fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank linkedin helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role in a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Nick Monica with you here in the overnight. 877-337-6666. You can also hit me up on Twitter at, at CMACWFAN. Maybe I'll read you the uh, long line of... I got a couple of tweets from the same guy complaining about me to the callers. I'm mean to the callers. I really don't think I'm that mean. I, I, I respected the callers, the last two callers, but it's just not, you know. The difference between lineups today and, and 50 years ago, isn't that interesting to me? It's more about the games and how this team can change things. 877. 877- Three three seven sixty six sixty six. We still got to get to Daddy. Why are you on the potty? And for those who don't understand that and think that sounds weird for me to just say it at three thirty five in the morning, um, part of being a father is hiding in the bathroom. Don't act like you don't do it. We go to the bathroom. We take a little bit extra time than we actually need while the kids are going crazy and screaming and, and going nuts throughout the house, especially during the summer when they're home from school. And you just take a little extra minute to do whatever. Watch for me a lot of movie trailers. A lot of different things, just, you know, chilling out in the bathroom just to get some space. So we go over all the things I did on the toilet while I was hiding from my children. And it's a segment called, Daddy, why are you still on the potty? Because they bang on the door and yell, you got it could be actually my wife saying that. What are you still doing in there? What do you think? 
The new Napoleon trailer came out with Joaquin Phoenix. Did you see it? Looks amazing. Another movie we won't go see in the theater because we never have time to go see movies. We'll get to what uh, this one was. It was actually sports related. 877-337-6666. Eli in Washingtonville. What's up, Eli? Hey, T-Max. What's going on? What's up, buddy? Listen, I'm, uh, I'm going to make peace today. You know, I'm not let's make some peace. Guy. <laughs> let's, I'm willing listen, to make peace with you. Let's, let's make some peace. Listen, it's just, it's just, look, let me give you my point of view. Okay. Right? Of, of this side of the, the radio, right? Okay, sure. Like, like numerous times, like either during the playoffs, I mean, the second half last year. Yeah. During the playoffs, numerous playoffs that the Yankees have made. Mm-hmm. Like, all I hear is commentators. Oh, listen! That the Cashman, you know, it's not building a team for the for the World Series. It's just just to make the postseason. And then, like today, you know, you're you're going on a rant on how disappointing and these teams are, and how much money they're making. Yeah. And last year, and you know, over and over again, and how bad signings like John uh, Carlos Staten was. Well, that, you, you know, didn't hear you didn't hear me say that because I don't agree with that. But a lot of no, people. Say that. Well, I th- I, well, a lot of people say, me included, that that was a bad trade. Yeah. Because that takes up that took up a space where a guy like Machado couldn't get signed, a guy like Harper couldn't get signed, mm-hmm. and a, a guy that actually could stay on the field. Mm-hmm. Now. This guy is just a, a, a DH ever since he came to the Yankees because the Yankees feel like he's fragile. Yeah, and which he, he is, but it's says, not helping treating yeah. him the way they treat him. So, and then a, a lot of uh, last year, him picking up, uh, you know, uh, two players that were also injury prone, mm-hmm. and you know, the, the, these things, a, a lot of a lot of people say, you know, make these comments about Brian Cashman. And then they say that he, they turn around and says that he's a good GM. Like, well, there's a couple. Think- there's a couple different things. One, uh, the team last year won 99 games and the division. All right, I know that that's not good enough. You got to win the World Series. I get it. I get it. They won 99 games and and won the division. It's not the same thing as this year. This is different. This team is in la- tied for last place. They're playing terribly. Last year's team won. Got off to a 98 World, a 98 Yankee start. Had a terrible second half. Won 99 games and made it to the ALCS. Now I'm not taking bows for that. Telling you he's a great GM, anything like that. But that's, I mean, for any other franchise, that's not a terrible season. That's not a burn the thing down. Your GM is horrendous. You won a division in the toughest division in baseball, where three teams made the playoffs. You won that division and you got to the final four in baseball. No, the Yankees are the only team that will call that an, a colossal failure. It's it's just not a colossal failure. It's not enough for me to say the GM is worthless. I can still be disappointed and think mistakes were made. I just don't go as far as to say he's terrible or I can't stand the look of him. I can't even look at his face when they won 99 games, won a division, and made it to the ALCS. But having said right, that, but- having said that, mistakes have been made. And I went on. I think he did a a great job from two thousand from the minute the Didi Gregorius trade was made. I believe it was fifteen. From the Didi Gregorius trade, which I can't imagine anyone would tell me was a bad trade, from the Didi Gregorius trade to the end of the 2019 season when they were lost the ALCS to the Astros, I think he did a remarkable job. I think 
almost every movie made. I understand your point about Stanton. They had an they had a, the MVP's con they had the MVP fall into their lap for Sterling Castro. It was a hard thing to turn down because you don't know if he could sign Machado. For all you know, Machado could have been like everyone thinks Otani is and didn't want to come here. We don't know. The for, and then Harper, same thing. Who knew Harper wants? You can't guarantee you're going to sign those guys. They had they had the MVP one who had 59 home runs. All they had to do was trade away Sterling Castro. It fell into their lap, and it's kind of you know obviously been up and down. But he's also. We talk about how important the playoffs are. He's without question been their best postseason performer. Without question. Right. He's been their right. best postseason performer. And I'll argue with you that, yes, his contract led to not signing Harper, led to not signing Machado. I will also tell you the idea that they thought they had a budding superstar in Gleyber Torres. They knew they'd have to pay Judge. They thought they had the best power-hitting catcher in the sport. They thought they had Andujar coming up. They thought they had answers to all those problems. They thought they had a couple of big enough uh, contracts. They knew they were going to have to pay an ace as well, and they figured, we've got a young core of good kids that eventually are going to have to pay. We're going to have Judge that's going to cost a ton of money. We're going to go out and get another ace. We don't need Machado. We don't need Harper. It was failure in thinking, and definitely Stanton's contract played a role, but I think a lot of it was the fact they thought they had young answers. That's why I go back to the baby bombers failing, being part of the absolute detriment to the team. They thought you know, Gary Sanchez was a two-time All-Star with 30 home runs at the catching position. That 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 guy doesn't exist. That's what they thought they right. had. They thought they had Andular come up and lead the team in extra base hits. They thought they had Gleyber Torres with 39 home runs. They thought they had all those things. So that's that's as big a role as 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 Stanton's contract to me because they didn't think they had to go out and add those things because they were going to have to pay these young kids. So okay, I mean, how many? How many of the young kids panned out? None of them. None of them. And that's on. <laughs> other than that's, and I that's totally the, agree. That's and that's on Cashman. On Cashman, hundred percent. And then another thing that's on Cashman. Look at two thousand nine. Who was on that that had to convince A Rod to come back? That A Rod was a, a big part of the of, of the two thousand nine World Series. Yeah, you remember? I do. It had to be Hal. Who, who called Judge? To try to sign to, to sign him again? Yeah, because because the owners sign generational players. That's just the way oh, it works. So, oh, okay. you, you think so you think they weren't again? You think they were? You think the owner was going to get involved in the three hundred million dollar contract? He was going to give Alex Rodriguez? You think the owner was going to no, get but, involved in 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 giving three hundred and sixty million dollars and naming captain Aaron Judge? Yeah, but why did they take the the the, the owner of? Because 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 judge because because judge wants to be involved intimately in the franchise, and he needs to talk to the owner about what they're going to do, how they're going to do it. Yeah, if you want to say the relationship was frayed because of some of the things he did and and released numbers in the contract, that's fair. But if you don't expect owners to get involved with franchise players who they have to give three hundred and sixty million dollars to, I'm sorry, you're wrong. That's that that's the kind of player the owners get involved with. And Derek Jeter, one of the biggest Yankees, one of yep. the the best Yankees that, that has ever lived. Yep, didn't like Brian Cashman either. So it's it, yeah, it's because Brian, yeah, because college. yeah, Brian Cashman was honest with Derek Jeter. That's that's what happened. And oh, okay, it, I mean, I don't. I, that's it, you could say that he shouldn't have been. I won't argue with you. I mean, I I mean, they signed him to the deal. I mean, am I? Do I care now that he doesn't like Brian Cashman? Why do I care if if Alex? You want to you want to give me you want to tell me other people that Derek Jeter doesn't like? Because there's probably a lot of them. Like you no, just mentioned, I, Alex Rodriguez. He doesn't like Alex the, Rodriguez the, the, either. 
the, the point I'm trying to make yeah. is that Brian Cashman, think, he thinks he's the smartest guy in the room, and that's his failure. There was a, a time where there was a, only a left, it was a, a totally a right-handed uh, yeah. lineup. Yes. And this guy was like, no, we don't need, we don't need left-handed backs. His and point, his point, his point, like? yeah, his point. His point was, and I understood it, and I'll be the first one. I'm not necessarily defending it because I agree. You know, you'd like to have some left-handed lineup, but then again, the entire Toronto Blue Jays lineup was right-handed. No one cared. I know they don't play at Yankee Stadium, but here's the thing: the his point was, should I get lesser players just because they're left-handed? That was his point. And how many all, how many trade deadlines does he go out and try and add left-handed hitting? He brought in Rizzo. He brought in Gallo. And I know Gallo, you're going to laugh at Gallo because he was awful. Gallo is a two-time All-Star, two-time glove, Gold Glove winner who hits 40 home runs every single year. Like, that's who they went out and got. They got Benintendi. They got Rizzo. They got Gallo. All of them either got hurt or haven't performed. Uh, Rizzo's been good up until this moment, but Gallo was terrible. Benintendi got hurt. They tried to add to it, but his point was he goes out and trades in 2016. Uh, they they draft Judge, Sanchez, or they shouldn't draft Sanchez, but in the minor league system they have Judge, Sanchez, Greg Bird. Who's the one that bombs out? Greg Bird. He was their left-handed hitting first baseman. It didn't work out. They, they have to go out and replace him. They get Luke Voigt, who's the best player available. He leads the league in home runs in 2020, and when he played for the Yankees, he had a 900 OPS. They, they break things down in 2015. They go out and sell their pieces away for the teams. They go to the Cubs, who are desperate for a relief pitcher. Say, give us your best prospect for, for, uh, for uh, Chapman. Should they have said, give us your best left-handed hitting prospect? They said, give us your best prospect. It happened to be Gleyber Torres. They take Andrew Miller to Cleveland. Give us your best, best prospect. It happens to be Clint Frazier. Should they have said, give us your best left-handed hitting prospect? Like, sometimes it, it just kind of worked out that way. Gary Sanchez, right-handed hitter. Uh, you know, Gleyber Torres, uh, Aaron Judge. The, the teams, could they have went out to make sure they were more left-handed? I suppose. But his point was, should I get lesser players to be left-handed? Like, is that, is that right, what we well, should do? It worked out that way. If the Cubs' best prospect was a left-handed hitter, they would have got him. Right. So, listen, I'm going to end it with this quote from Bill Parcells. You are what your record says you are. Yes. Now, the Yankees don't have any chips after 2009 or World Series appearances. And when he goes into a personal record, this guy has way more mistakes than he has hits. So yeah, I don't I don't know about way more. No, I don't I don't know about way more. more. I mean, in the last two years, yeah. Ellsbury. Yeah, Els, Ellsbury was a bad. You want to go through okay. it because you'll give me one. I'll give you yeah. one. You give me one. I give you one. Let's let's not do that. Ellsbury was a terrible contract. Carl Pavano was a terrible contract. There's plenty of them. There's plenty of them. Of yeah. course. He also has to worry about guys who can't perform in 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 pinstripes. Do you think Sonny Gray was a? Do you think Sonny? Yeah, I understand, but I'm just saying. Do you think it's fair to blame him completely for Sonny Gray when he's been good everywhere else? Like literally everywhere else, Sonny Gray's been a good pitcher, great pitcher, all star pitcher, top five ERA pitcher. But he comes to the Yankees, can't perform here. Is that is that something Brian Cashman should have like you know a, a complete? He should know exactly what players can perform and what players can't. Like there are some well, things you got to just be fair about. To- Again, since 2020, won't disagree. More bad than good, and it's not close. Won't agree. Won't disagree. Since 2020, he's done a bad job. And if they didn't give him a contract last year, would have been fine with it. Would have been fine with it. Would have said thank you for your, for your for your years here, Cash. God bless and whatever's next. I hope the next guy's as good or better. I would not have complained at all. But just because he's back, I don't think they're doomed. And right now, he needs a lot of he needs to do a lot of work. 
and he should have done more work in last offseason as well. This offense should have been much more addressed. There should have been a left fielder. There should have been more changes. Totally agree. He had a bad offseason. And if he gets fired at the end of this year, bye. Again, God bless. Thank you for the years of a lot of winning. I know not championships since 09, but a lot of good seasons, a lot of winning. I don't have to worry about having dead seasons. I know that no one cares about that. There's some value to it to me to never have to worry about a team missing the postseason when they shouldn't. Like this, This would be the first year if it happens where they really had expectations to make the postseason and failed. This will be it. They played like 18 games that didn't matter in his 25-year tenure. Not trying to tell you that he should have, we should have a ticket tape parade for him for it, but there's some value there. And it's not as easy as you think just because they spend money. A lot of teams spend money. The Mets spend money. They're eight games, they're seven games under 500 or whatever it is, and they're eight games out of the last wild card spot. And they spend more money than anybody this year. Brian Cashman for 25 years never missed. The Mets can't get through a second season without missing. That's all. That's all I'm saying. But yeah, a lot of bad moves. A lot of bad moves recently. And it's disappointing. And he's and he better he better make it he better have one hell of a deadline. And that's what it's gonna take. No, it's not gonna be uh, he needs a lot of things to pan out. He needs a bullpen arm now, probably. He needs uh two bats, possibly. He needs a bunch of stuff. Bobby in the Bronx, what's up, Bobby? Now that Mackey's Back in back town. In Look town. out. Old Mackey's back. Yes, sir. I thought you were going to sing a little there. We, we'd nah. love it when you... I know. Right there I didn't. But, uh, you know, I have in the open. I'm not... I'll, I'll be honest with you. I'm not in the mood for song. I'm just no, not. No, you're not. I, I understand. I'm just not in the mood. Uh, I, I, they ruined my Sunday. They ruined my I, Sunday, Bobby. I, I and now they're ruining my show because, uh, you know... I'm getting frustrated with callers, and I apologize. But, you know, you want to talk about what time Tony Gwynn showed up to the ballpark. It's not the day for it. It's not the day for it. No, nah, not the day. Well, of course not. Listen, um, first of all, yes. if if you really want to have a, a, a great publicity stunt for the overnights, have Connor Green go to sleep in uh, Boomer's uh, couch. Sure. You'll never, you'll never hear the end of it. But anyway, the Yankees are going to Southern California. They're going to play the Angels. Yes. So they're going to be showcasing. Uh, I'm sure the the hotline will be burning back and forth. Uh, listen, the Yankees, they, they need Otani. They need this guy to come in here. They need that bat. They need his pitching. And then we can pick it up from there. And if, if Judge comes back, that's the way I look at it. But but the thing is, the Yankees, if you follow them, you follow, I follow them. Look at it. The Yankees hitting stopped last August. The whole thing fell apart last August. I remember um, some point last year, it was, I think it was August maybe, when Rizzo went down for two weeks with his back injury. He always yep. does that back injury thing. Yep. They stopped hitting. I mean, the only yep. thing that surprised me is that they were still pitching the judge. Judge basically carried him into the playoffs. Oh, no no doubt about it. He absolutely and, car- he carried them into the playoffs, no doubt. And yeah, they all stopped hitting the second. I mean, you lost Ben Intendi, you lost um, Carpenter, who was having an unbelievable. He was Judge. We forget. I mean, and and that's the, you know to the to just get back to a second again. All the bad moves Brian Cashman made, no doubt. He his best his best uh, characteristic by far is finding guys to patch holes. Now he creates the holes. Totally agree. Totally since 2020, especially he cre- he's created holes. But he's done an incredible job patching him up. He brings in Carpenter. I mean, Carpenter, if you look at Carpenter's brief season, I don't know what he had, 150 at-bats, maybe 200 at-bats, he was Aaron Judge. 
Like, I'm not kidding. He had Aaron Judge numbers. He goes down. Uh, Benintendi goes down. Rizzo has the back injury. They were they were Donaldson was bad from jump, but continues to be bad. LeMahieu was never himself, and they were just dreadful the second half of the year. Hicks, all of it. We know it. They've been bad. They have been bad since June. They've been an average team. They've been a 500 team, even with the best hitter in the world for most of it. Not in the two months, uh, these last two months excluded. So, you know, going back to the end of June, mid, you know, mid late July of last year, they've been a 500 team at best. That's who they are. No doubt about it. They've been bad. And this lineup has been bad. And it carried into the postseason. They were bad in the postseason. And they need to dramatically change. And I don't know if it's possible. I'll be the first to tell you. I don't know. I just think it is. It, it is. I mean, I I think it's possible. I don't know if it'll happen. But I'm very I'm very concerned with Rizzo. I'm despite two good games in this series, I'm still very concerned about DJ LeMahieu. Um, there is still no left fielder. I don't know when Judge is coming back. I can't be sure. Stanton stays healthy or gets hot. Up and down this lineup. The catcher is pretty much a zero offensively. Higashioka will occasionally run into one. But Higashioka and Trevino are, are pretty much a nothing. Though Anthony Volpe, who we all love and hopefully can become something, is still a 200 hitter at the moment. It's bad. It's really bad. And that's why I'm hesitant to think like, a, you know, a Bellinger and a reliever is going to be enough. But that might be the best option they have. I don't know how it gets any better. Eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. McMonagle here with you in the overnights. We'll come back, continue to take your phone calls. We'll get into some of the football stuff as the Barkley contract is the deadline is rapidly approaching. Football season is around the corner. Jets, Aaron Rodgers, hard knocks, all that. Plus our terrible baseball teams. We'll continue with your phone calls right here in the overnights. McMonagle here with you on the fan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.